podcast. It's episode 73 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. You found the show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talk to Twinkle. And Twinkle is a kindy rocker who does all kinds of amazing stage shows. She's got a show, it's called Twinkle Time and Friends, and it's just the most energetic, colorful thing you'll see. It's Memorial Day weekend. I'm recording this on Monday night. I'm full of burgers and hot dogs and corn and potatoes and various other things. It's a great holiday. Thanks to those who served. If you're listening to this and you served in the armed forces in any way, thank you for doing what you did to protect our country. Coming up now is our four plus one segment. Top four songs in my car plus one I try to get my kids to listen to. And I have to be honest and say... This week's countdown, I was not completely on board with, but the kids are the ones who are in the car, and if I'm going to be true, and I'm going to be honest to what 4 plus 1 is all about, I have to do this the right way. I can't make this up. I can't say that the kids' bop version of Thrift Shop will not make the countdown just because I don't like it. I can't do that. That's not the way this goes. This is a podcast of integrity and a podcast of truth and a podcast of righteousness. And sometimes the pendulum of righteousness swings towards kids bop. Sorry. Here's four plus one. Coming in at number four this week is the Kids Bop version of Call Me Maybe. Enjoy. And coming in at number three is Get Back Up Again from the Trolls soundtrack. Oh yeah, we are back, baby. Looking up at a sunny sky, so shiny and blue, and there's a butterfly. Well, isn't that a super fantastic sign? It's gonna be a fantastic day. Such marvelousness it's gonna bring. Got a pocket full of songs that I'm gonna sing, and I'm ready to take on Coming in at number two is the Kids Bop version of Thrift Shop. I'm going to rock some tags. I don't know what's song. I don't know what's happening here. I think my kids just like this what what part. Yeah, this is uh, really awesome, but not as awesome as number one, a song you may remember Lionel Richie making famous. It's Hello, but this time it's by Zoe Deschanel. I think that's how you say it, from the Troll soundtrack. I've been alone with you inside my mind And in my dreams I 
I've kissed your lips a thousand times I sometimes see you pass outside my Very emotional experience coming in at our plus one this week. And this is one that even my seven-year-old said, this is a good song. It's a cover of a Gillian Welch song, and it's by A.J. Lee, future guest of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. And this is a gorgeous song. And she's got an amazing voice, and I think you're going to get a huge kick out of it. It's Look at Miss Ohio. This is a great one. If you liked any of the music that you heard on this week's countdown you can most certainly find it on amazon apple or spotify support these artists hey surprise mike here again i just want to tell you that you should check out Twinkle's song Superhero at the very end of the show. And you should check out Twinkle's Indiegogo campaign to support her new album. You can find all of this information at www.goodstuffpod.com, of course. But just wanted to make sure you knew it before you hear this very fun conversation with Twinkle. So I would love to welcome Twinkle to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm totally. doing really good. Yeah, you are. Um, t- tell it. I mean, you know, like you got a thing going. Twinkle is like a thing, and Twinkle Time and Friends is like a thing. Tell us a little bit about Twinkle yourself and Twinkle Time and Friends, what you do. Okay, so yes, Twinkle Time is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started um, Twinkle Time, so probably, I think now, seven and a half years ago. Um, it's been a process. It's been a really long process. Um, I so a little backstory. I've been in show business basically my whole life. Oh wow! Is about five years old. So I've done everything from Broadway to TV to film, tons of voiceovers to a platinum recording artist to then losing a big deal record deal with Hollywood Records. Um, and then being put in the real world going, oh no, what am I going to do with my life? And so of course, you know, as every performer does, they go and audition and they get 
and they wait for that next role, you know. Um, so while I was doing that, one of my many side gigs was teaching children. So I taught kids, I'm from Los Angeles, so I taught kids um, all over Southern California, singing, dancing, acting, musical theater from the ages of two to like teenagers. Oh, wow. And I fell in love with it. And while I was teaching, um, I was like, there, I want to do something super different, super positive, still kind of implementing everything that I love doing, singing, dancing, acting, musical theater. What can I do? So I actually started writing songs and developing this show and what Twinkle Time World was going to be all about. Um, I didn't know exactly what would become of it. It was just kind of like something that I was doing to be creative and to have a creative outlet. And then I was like, once I had all the songs written, I was like, oh no, we need to do something with this. So that's when I like kind of put the wheels in motion and we put it up in the theater and then just kind of everything snowballed. But because I'm an indie artist, everything takes time. Uh -huh. and takes time to build so we've been building slowly like slow slowly <laughs> slowly <laughs> slowly and slowly uh-huh yes so we've been growing um and it's been like an awesome journey so far that's amazing um so how long you, you know you have this wealth of experience and you know what it takes to to put something like this together and you've seen probably both sides of this as like you know, an actor or a musician, and now as like, I guess your own director, how long did it take you to go from like, oh, I have this idea to like getting to that theater space? Ah, okay. So let's see. I would say once I had songs, like I, I wrote lyrics and mm -hmm. then I had to find, cause I don't do music. Mm -hmm. So, um, DJ Dallas, who, um, is a, a part of my life and he's a part of the show. We, um, I went to him first and I was like, okay, this is the idea I have. I want to do really cool music for kids, but with positive messages. He was like, I don't do kid music. And I was like, no, 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 it's going to be cool. <laughs> so I went to a mentor of mine who, you know, because writing songs, um, just in general, you know, it comes from a personal place. Mm -hmm. And the songs, all of the Twinkle Time songs, come from a personal place, from my experience, and just kind of, you know, obviously the direction is for children. Mm -hmm. But um, I went to my writing mentor, Lori Barth, and she's like, I so am on board with this. I love this. So her and I did about six songs together. Then I went back to Dallas and we did the rest of the six songs. So once we had the songs together, then I started developing the characters and then de developing like the looks that was like, a, like months. And then uh -huh. after that, then I needed, I, I'm very, very lucky that I have a lot of friends who are super talented that are singer, dancers, writers, um, directors, and, you know, all wanting to be a part of this thing from the ground up. Mm -hmm. So I got, my most talented friends and I said, okay, this is my vision. And they're like, we're on board because they believed in and wanted to do something positive for kids. Mm -hmm. So we started, you know, choreographing stuff. My friend Matt Safer 
um, who is also a part of the show. He started choreographing, and then we started writing, like, the dialogue. And so it was probably over a year before we actually put it up in a little tiny, I'm talking tiny theater, like a little <laughs> black box theater uh-huh. in North Hollywood. Uh-huh. And I prayed that people would show up and buy tickets because I just wanted footage so I can pitch people. Because, right. you know, when you're an indie artist, you don't have somebody as your manager. You don't have... Um, the resources for PR. So you as an artist have to do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. And so for me to pitch and to show people, hey, this is what my show is. This is who I am. This is the artist, blah, blah, blah. Um, I had to have actual footage. So it was like a little over a year and a half before wow. theater. And once I had footage and I was able to show people what it was, then from then on, like, I was able to, that was able to open doors for me Mm -hmm. to get to perform in different places. Now, mind you, we did a lot of shows for free when we started with a little tiny CD player, no mics, no sound equipment, just full on old school musical theater belt, just (laughs) to have people know who we are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just kept growing from then. So it's, it's been so much work, and um, and I, you know, have never had a publicist. I've never had, you know, I, I like book my own shows, so it, it's a yeah. lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it is a lot of work, and it is a true indie undertaking, right? Independent yeah. undertaking. Like we, you know, we didn't set this up through a, a middle person. Like I no. contacted you, you got back to me, and we moved. You know, like so. I, I appreciate all the work that goes into this, and and it's more than. Um, and what makes this a special project is it's it's, and this is not to undersell anyone who's making music, right? Who's standing up there with the guitar, which is like what I do, right? But to have not just the music being written, but also like pretty serious costuming, I think you could say, you know, like I I bet it takes some time to get everybody ready to go. Um, You know, um, this was, I mean, obviously this is a passion project for me uh Um, and that's how it started. And then it became, this is now what I do. Like I don't do anything else Uh but this. And I am so influenced by so many different things, obviously, even down to like what I wear on stage. It's very, you can see Madonna, you can see Cindy Lapper, you uh-huh. can see uh, Gem and the Holograms, you can see <laughs> like all the things I grew up loving and listening to, um, and you know, my influences as a child. So, um, and I'm I'm very much, if, if you've known me since like a little kid, I've always expressed myself via hairdos, via accessories, via uh, clothing. So this is so much fun and such an awesome thing to like come up with everybody's looks. Yeah. Nobody, nobody else did that. That was me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and I love it because you know what's so cool is now when we do our shows, we have kids that like come dressed as me. Wow. Kids come dressed with little hoops attire with their blue hair and, and their basketball jerseys and, 
and thanking like little kids thinking uh, happy because it's cool to wear glasses, you know, like yeah. like that. So it's um, been pretty fun. Yeah. So you you just mentioned a few key players in this whole thing, right? So there's like yeah. there's this is a fully formed show. Like there's a cast. You have a cast. So tell me about some of the uh, some of the characters or, or, or people. I guess mostly the characters that that you have come up with to be a part of Twinkle's show. The friends part of Twinkle Time and Friends. The friends part. <laughs> Like, for people that are, like, listening and they have no idea what Twinkle Time is, so basically I'm a pop artist for kids. And another thing is is I'm Hispanic, so uh-huh. thing I do is bilingual. Mm-hmm. So um, Spanish was my very first language, um, and I definitely wanted to incorporate that into my music. So um, I'm, like, the – like. Parents here in Los Angeles kind of started coining me kind of like Lady Gaga for kids. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what I do. And then our show is um, like a spectacular, you know, it's like, it's a total, um, very kind of Lady Gaga meets Pee Wee's Playhouse kind of. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's, it's so much fun. <laughs> so it's not just for kids. I always like to say it's a show for kids of all ages. So, um, and like I mentioned, all my friends love children, love working with kids and are super talented in their own way. We're kind of like our own in like little in-house crew. So little hoops is one of the characters and he's the guy with the blue hair and, and he's, um, super big and tall and he's amazing. And, um, oh, somebody's trying to call me. I'm going to decline them. Hold on for a second. <laughs> Sorry to whomever that is. Sorry. <laughs> Happy. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, And then, um, and then speaking of happy, uh, she's like one of my best friends. Um, She's the one in the yellow hair. And um, she is, besides obviously being in the show, she kind of is jack of all trades. She's like our dance captain. She is um, like my right hand person. Like, again, when we're on the road, I'm in charge of, you know, being the tour manager. So usually like when it's like a real tour, you have a yeah. tour manager that kind of like books all the flights and books all the hotels and books. That's me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. On, on top of performing that. And she's kind of like my second hand. She knows everything. She keeps me on point. And um, then we have Priscilla Poodle. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and she too is also a very very good friend of mine. She's like my other best friend. Um, and her and I actually go way back. Um, her and I have known each other since we were children, um, in show business. We grew up in show business. We also were in my singing group together. Nobody's angel. Um, and she, she's amazing. She's an amazing vocalist. She's awesome. So she's in my show. And then we have Pepper Poodle, <laughs> um, and <laughs> who's the sister of Priscilla Poodle. Uh-huh. We have Zeke Zebra, who's our drummer. Um, and mind you, like when we do shows, um, depending on the size of the space or size of budgets, most of the time we do like a smaller show. So that would be me and two other performers plus our sound person. But like when we do like bigger shows at performing arts centers or fairs or big events. Then we have our whole live band, which consists of a drummer, bass player. Wow. Yeah. it's This is serious. It's 
serious it's super yeah totally yeah and you're (laughs) and you're holding it all together that's that's very impressive you know um I don't think I would have known what I was doing had it not been the experience of everything that I've done you know being in my girl group nobody's angel um that was like about seven that was like right out of high school so it was like a good chunk of time of my life and I was able to work with the most amazing people in this industry like our marketing person Diana Cass who is a mentor I don't know if she knows it or not but she now is the marketing person for Lady Gaga over at Interscope and you know being an artist signed to Hollywood Records that was my life and so I literally would sit inside everybody's office and just kind of sit there all day, watch everybody work. And they were probably like, why did you go here all day? But I was like a little sponge and absorbing like what every person at that company did. Mm -hmm. So, and of course I had the most amazing road managers and tour managers. And so I was able to obviously, obviously with no budget do it. When we do twinkle time, like we're literally on a shoestring budget sometimes especially when we first started out, um, you know, trying to make all the pieces of the puzzle come together. So. Right, right. Well, it's really impressive. And like your, your uh, sort of your thirst for, for learning and understanding like the behind the scenes and, and having all this experience to fall back on really serves you well. Like you, you know who to talk to, you know how to talk about it, like in terms of getting the band and the music and the show out in front of people. Like I would never have thought to... Um, you know, rent a theater and and put ah. on and put on the show like to get the like that's so smart and it's I'm like oh Thank really you. like get the footage so you can put it in front of people and show I them mean what you I do. mean how else are you gonna tell people you know like what mm-hmm. what you're doing like hey I have this idea okay great what is your show right you right know? right exactly yeah. yeah it's one thing to talk about it's another thing to have like visual and, and like and I think proof. that's the most important thing is for any artist or anybody wanting to start anything, you can have all the ideas in the world, but it's actually going through and finishing what Mm. you're trying to do. And those, and no matter what it takes, because it, this has not been easy. Like Mm -hmm. it might sound like it's been easy, but when you're, when I first started this, I was a struggling performer Mm -hmm. and I had two pennies to rub together to try to make this happen Mm -hmm. and calling in favors and, and, um, and asking friends and then having them believe in the project and growing this together because yes, I'm the front person of what I'm trying to do, but it literally has taken a village to put this together. Mm -hmm. And so even though, you know, I'm the face, I couldn't have done it without, my best friends, you know, and people that have supported me or people that random people like my next door neighbor. Um, when I lived, um, back in studio city in this tiny little apartment complex who I had no idea was this huge voiceover guy, but he'd see me every day, you know, going out in, in twinkle gear. and (laughs) And he was like, what is this? What are you doing? I'm like, well, come check out my show. He came to check out my show, and the next day he was like, I want to help you. And oh, I was cool. like, okay, I had no idea who this person uh, – he was my neighbor, but I didn't know his back history, his story. But when he saw my show and saw how kids respond to the show, he loaned me money so I can 
get these videos uh-huh. because he knew that that's what I didn't have. And I was like, I can't take this from you. And he's like, no, I want you just pay me back whenever you can. And I paid him back throughout many years. And, but it's from really wonderful people that believed people, some people that I didn't even know, you know, that helped me. So yeah, it's amazing. Right. And yeah. like, it, it's this sort of all, all of it comes together, right? All yeah. of your experience, all of your ambition, the kindness of people, the kindness of your friends, like, and like the part that I, I really like about all of it, all of it, right? So I like all of it. And I'm so like, <laughs> it's so cool that you've like had this career and then you went and did it on your own. But the part that I think is the best of all of it is that you're inspired by the time that you spent educating kids and being yeah. with kids. Like, and I think that that's so important because you have the perspective. And yeah. you know, you know what works and you know what it's like to be in front of a group of kids and you've been yeah. and like, I have done this too. And I know what it's like to like, just be like, uh, what am I supposed to do with these three-year-olds? But so you come at it. So like the authenticity of everything um, yeah. com- really comes through. So I, I just want you to hear that. And that's so uh, cool. That yeah. makes me happy. And you know what? Um, there's a lot of people that do what we do, but a lot of people, Maybe we're parents and decided, oh, hey, you know, I have kids now. I'm going to do this. But there's not that many people that are in the field, the kindy world, that started off as teachers. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have children of my own. I'm the best aunt in the whole entire world. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm the oldest of four, and I was always a babysitter on the block, babysitting. And I love children, and mm-hmm. I've always loved children. But it was the fact that I saw there's a lot of kindy artists and everybody has something different that they bring to the table. But I saw an opening. I saw something that I felt I could fill that void because kids these days, they they grow up so much faster because of our phones, because of YouTube, because they have older siblings. They're not listening to uh, the kind of music that we listen to. Now they're listening to what their mom is listening to their parents, what they, the videos that they see online. So it's, it's very different. And you have to, as an artist, you have to grow with, you know, your audience. So that's kind of um, what I'm doing, what I, I started out doing about seven years ago already. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been, like I said, a really awesome journey. And, um, and every year it's grown. So like, especially in the last three years, like now, like in the last two years, we're actually leaving our hometown of Cal- like Los Angeles, California and venturing to new states yeah. and, and performing in, in bigger venues. Um, in fact, we're um, going to be headlining our first theater here in Los Angeles. Cool. Because like we've done it like at the Strass Theater in Tampa, Florida and in Vegas and different places. But in our hometown, we're performing um, actually, what's it? Saturday, April 15th. Okay. At the Colony Theater in Burbank. Okay, cool. So, um, with our whole band. So we're like super excited about that. Um, so, yeah, again, it's like coming from that little black box theater that had maybe 45 seats. Yeah, right, <laughs> like right. We're super excited from like where we started. So, it's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. So, so uh, outside of this pretty substantial theater gig coming up, what else is coming up for, for you and, and your crew? So, um, let's see. So, we have. 
so many shows, like probably over 200 shows. Um, I know. Wow. I know. Your face is just like, oh. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about how tired you must be, but that's okay. You know, the thing is, is I don't have an understudy. Um, uh-huh. this is, this is, you know, the show must go on. And, um, so I, have to find time to always rest, which makes it really hard when I'm the one booking shows. Yeah. I'm the one putting the tours together, booking the hotels, booking the flights, um, being my own PR person. Right. Uh, so that's something that I like pray all the time. I'm like, I goodness would be it'd be so awesome to have somebody <laughs> take care of all this for me. Yeah. <laughs> one day. One someday, day. Someday. Someday. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So. We'll be going to Oregon, Wyoming, uh, Montana. Um, I'm trying to think what else is on the schedule. Um, uh, Florida. Um, wow. So many different places. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then obviously a lot of stuff locally. Um, so if everybody like um, everything's like posted um, as 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 they come in, I like when I remember to go to our website. I'll, <laughs> I'll it. Uh-huh. I like twinkle I'm really good at posting like on Instagram, um, which is um, Twinkle Time and Friends mm-hmm. on Instagram. So like I usually go there first and then I kind of like send that picture to all the other sites because it's so much faster that way. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we have like a lot of stuff. We're working on new material. So we'll mm-hmm. have a third album coming out real soon. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm super excited about that. And I'm sure parents, especially in Los Angeles that have seen our show, you know, that's one thing I have to say is we have amazing support from families in SoCal, which is our home base, because they now know our songs backwards and forwards. They sing our songs. So I'm sure they're like, oh, we can't wait for a third album. <laughs> yeah, songs. right. We need some new stuff. New yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. So, um, so yeah, so that'll be coming. And I'm sure along with that, music videos and all kinds of stuff. Cool. So. And you, you said twinkletimeandfriends.com and uh, Instagram is, is the one that you're into as far as the social media goes. Um, yeah, that's my favorite because I love taking pictures and uh-huh. it's just easier for me to like kind of post it there and then send it to everything else because yeah. it, it goes to Facebook and the Twitter Cool. Um, but so yeah, so Instagram is Twinkle Time and Friends, uh-huh. and on Facebook and on Twitter it's just Twinkle Time. And then I do snap a lot. So if anybody's on Snapchat, I love <laughs> snapping and being goofy and silly. And um, <laughs> so that's well, that's great. Twinkle Time. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, I um, Snapchat is beyond me. Someone, multiple people have tried to teach me how to use that <laughs> for whatever oh, reason. I can't get it. It's actually really fun, um, and they have like these fun filters, and and it's just fun, and it's and it's like nine seconds of goofiness. Okay. Or, okay. You know, yeah. Try it. It's All right. I'll try it. Shout out to Snapchat. Shout out to Snapchat. <laughs> well, uh, Twinkle, thank you so much for your time. It's so great to to see you and to hear about your work and the energy that you put into it and that you're a one-person show with a lot of support from friends and and wish you nothing but the best going forward so thanks so much thank you this was fun 
That twinkle's pretty great, huh? You should check her out and all of the ways that you can do that. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow along with her. This new record of hers is going to be pretty great, I have a feeling. If you have any questions for me, obviously, you can email me at mike at goodstuffpod.com or you can check out the website, www.goodstuffpod.com. If you like following on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, it's at goodstuffpod on all of those various social media platforms. Here is Twinkle's song, Superhero. Hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. Talk to you very, very soon.
good stuff.